My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Hey friend, how's the downsizing going? If you're like me, you've been working on that for the last few weeks. And we're to a new episode where today we're going to tackle the big item of clothes. That can be such a difficult one to manage, but I'm glad you're here today. We can discuss how to shop our closet and how to downsize our clothes. And you know what? In order to do that, we're going to need a whole bunch of Jesus. I'm so glad you found the We're Not Done Yet podcast, a special place for emptiness moms who are trying to find out what Jesus wants them to do next. I'm Susan Macias, author of the book, Unceasing, A Parent's Guide to Conquer Worry and Pray with Power, and the devotional, 31 Days, Praying for My Daughter. Sister, the Lord places special calls on this emptiness stage of our life, so let's help each other figure out what to do next, because we're not done yet. Well, if we're going to be talking about downsizing, you knew we had to get around to close sooner or later. And this is such a big item. It's easy to have accumulated clothes for a long time. And as we enter into these empty nest years and the second half of our life, we might find that we need to really reevaluate the clothes in our closet. So today we're going to talk about downsizing our closet. And I would love for you to hop over to the We're Not Done Yet Facebook page. If you haven't liked that page yet, go on to Facebook and like that and share pictures of the things you're getting rid of. It just feels so good of getting the the clothes that are hanging around. Some of them are accusing us or laughing at us for not fitting them in them anymore. And you know what? We don't need that. We need to get that stuff out of our closet. So if you've joined me in the last few weeks for the downsize my stuff to upsize my impact challenge, then it's time to tackle the closet with that. We're going to downsize our closet and we're going to do it by shopping our closet. We're going to pretend like we don't own anything and we're going to go shopping and we're only going to choose the things we love. So if you have not um, jumped on the challenge yet, or you have been, keep going, stay faithful and keep putting up your pictures, tag me, tag a friend on it, and show me what you're downsizing. Every time you tag me and a friend, I will enter you in a giveaway for my books and for a $25 Amazon gift card that I'm going to do at the end of June. So we've already been talking about this in episode 40. We talked about why our empty nest leads needs less stuff, because it really, really does. And then in episode 41, we had five questions that would help us downsize. And in 42, five prayers to help us downsize, because this can be a real, a real spiritual battle. And so today we're going to talk about clothes. And then the week after that, in episode 44, we're going to move past the downsizing and go to the upsizing. What does it mean to upsize our impact? Because that's what we want to do in these years. 
also have been sharing a pass and we'll probably need our pass this week with um, with going through our closet because um, sometimes we just need to know that we have been given a pass to get rid of stuff that we feel guilty about owning or we spent too much money on or all of those things. We need a pass. And I've provided a pass over on my website. If you find the blog that downsize my stuff to upsize my impact challenge. I have a blog post about it. And there's a a giveaway on there that's just a printable. And it is one of the things is the pass. And man, is it great to print it out and tape it up and look at it. And remember, you have a pass. You can give stuff away. You are allowed. All right, so we're going to shop our closet for Jesus. And by that, what I mean is really going into our closet and think, okay, Lord, this is all your clothes that you're letting me manage. And I want to do that well. So how can I do that in a way that glorifies you? Because everything we do is either going to glorify the Lord or it's not. It might glorify ourselves. It might glorify something else. But we have to make that choice to glorify the Lord. And I think we can make that choice in every single area of our life, including our closet. Okay, so we're going to start shopping our closet for Jesus. The first thing we're going to do is pray. And and it's not over-spiritualizing stuff. It's just normal conversation, walking up, opening the door and go, well, Jesus, here we are. Prayer is conversation with Jesus. It doesn't have particular words that you have to say. You don't have to do it so many times. There's not a position of the body that you have to do in order to be praying. It's just talking to the Lord. The same five prayers that we talked about in episode 42 can be used specifically just about clothes. But I just like to go in and go, okay, Lord, please show me where I can get rid of stuff. Please show me things that could bless other people. Okay, the second way to really be successful in shopping our closet is to make a non-judgmental agreement with yourself to only keep what fits. Come on, ladies, we're in the middle age of life and things change. I don't know. My body is different. It is a different shape now than it was. Not like drastically different, but things don't fit the same. And I keep holding on to stuff just in case I finally get that 10 pounds back off. And you know what? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of guilt. And that steals energy from what is productive. So that that tight, straight skirt or those jeans that we loved that don't really fit anymore, but we know they will when we do lose that 10 pounds, maybe we just need to let it go. It can leave the house and go to somebody else. And if we do lose 10 pounds, we can reward ourselves by going and getting a new pair of jeans. But tight clothes are evil. They make us feel guilty. They make us body conscious. They make us feel like we're doing something wrong. It's all of, it's just too much. There is no reason. Life is too short to go around in tight clothes. Let's get things that fit and let's get rid of the things that don't fit anymore. Okay, the secret way to really get stuff out of your closet is to take it all out of your closet and only put back what you really want. That's what shopping your closet means. What we want to do is not just go, what can I get rid of? But take our clothes out and look at them individually. Think, what do I want to keep? It's a different question. What do I want to keep? 
Now, if you want to do it the Marie Kondo way, like on the Netflix show, you will take everything out of your closet all at the same time, which is overwhelming. Now, there's something valuable about that because it can help us like look at these mounds of clothes and go, I'm just one person. Why do I have so much clothes? And and that's a good question, actually. So So that could happen. But I prefer to do it one type at a time. And the reason is just that my goal is to downsize. So I'm going to work hard at getting rid of stuff. I'm going to work hard at only choosing my favorite things, but I'm not going to have enough time to do my entire closet. And I don't want to spend a week walking around my clothes all over the place. So I'll choose things like sleeveless shirts and take them out. And there's some that I've had for a long time that I really love, but I never wear. So those are the things I need to really decide. Am I choosing to keep it? If I'm getting rid of all these other things, and maybe I'll choose to keep that because I'll wear it now because I don't have anything else to wear because I do love that shirt. Those are the kind of decisions you want to make. The other thing that for me about taking things out a type at a time is that I'll take all my pants out. And then have you ever like counted how many pairs of pants you have? Because I kind of get shocked when I did that. I tend to, I mean, jeans, I I don't get that many new pair of jeans, but I don't really get rid of the old ones when I do get the new pair of jeans. So there's just too many. And and getting them out and counting them is a great way for me to say, I mean, let's let's be real. How many pair of pants do I need? And it can be a spiritual decision or it could just be a practical decision. And deciding, if I decide I need 12 pair of pants, that sounds like a lot of pair of pants. I have a lot more pants than that. So going down to 12 would really force me to choose and the things that I really am going to wear that I keep. I mean, honestly, I wear jeans three quarters of my days. So how many other pair of pants do I need? I need to choose a number that's reasonable and put those back in the, choose which pants I love, put them back in the closet and get rid of everything else. One of the things that's really great when you're taking your your chunk out, like all your long sleeve shirts out and going through and deciding which ones you want, put everything back in with the hanger facing backwards. So instead of hanging it straight in, turn it around so that the hanger's coming back at you. And then when you wear the shirt, you get to turn the hanger around. At the end of whatever time period you want to set, six months or a year, look and see which hangers have never got turned around. You know what that means? You never wore it. If it's been a year, you have a pass, you may get rid of it without even worrying about it. The next thing to do is to go through the shoes and the purses. And I know for some women, shoes are like kind of a holy little golden calf over there. Don't touch my shoes. But honestly, go through the same idea. Which shoes do you love and do you wear? Because loving shoes that you own that you don't wear is a waste. It's time to let someone else both love and wear them. So one way to get motivated about getting rid of clothes is knowing that they're going to a great cause. Um, There's some women's shelters here in, I'm in San Antonio, and I know particularly ministries that are trying to help women get out of abusive relationships, trying to help them get on their feet again, maybe after prison or some other situations that they're needing a help up. If those, my clothes, which are just hanging in my closet, rarely getting to see the light of day, could go help someone else have some professional clothes to go get a job, that's a much better use of that shirt or those pants. That motivates me and helping to get rid of clothes. 
Another um, thing that helps me too is having this mindset for the, after I've gone through the cleanup for the next few weeks, I'll put something on, you know, and you start wearing it through the day and you know how you wear it about half the day and you start going, I don't even like this shirt. And yet usually what I would do is go home and put it in the dirty clothes and then it would go back in the closet, but I'd never really get it out again because I knew I didn't like it. Now, the minute I decide I don't like it, it goes in the giveaway bag. And that's another way that as you're going through forward is to keep getting rid of stuff. There's no reason. Why should we keep something that isn't comfortable? Give it away. Give it a home that's somebody that can love it. Now, I'm fascinated by the idea of a capsule wardrobe. I never can quite pull that off, but but I think it's a great idea. What are your basic things that you could keep that would help you just wear your clothes and have what you need. And you always know you can come up with a good outfit. I'll put some links in the show notes to this of some articles about capsule wardrobes, because I think that's a great way to also on the other side of shopping your closet, another way to think through how can I hone it down even more? Because basically, what do we need? We need to have clothes that help us function, that help us look nice and attractive so that we can go out and interact in the world to spread the gospel. We need to be able to wear the things that we love, that are comfortable, that make us not worry about what we look like, but help our mind to be freed up for what it needs to be doing. And I am at the age now that I'd much rather wear something I love and that I feel comfortable in, even if it's not the very most attractive style for me. Like I get to be that old. That's kind of fun. It's kind of freeing. So that's another thing. Think through what do you love? What works for you? Because the idea is both to look attractive. That's important. But it's also to have your mind and your heart freed up for things that matter. Once you get dressed in the morning, you don't have to still be thinking about your clothes. You can be thinking about what does Jesus have for you today? Because you know what? We're not done yet. We don't have to be strapped in clothes that are too tight, and we don't have to walk in a closet that is bulging with more things than we know what to do with. We have jobs to do. We're not done yet. Let's not let clothes keep us back. Let's have it be a way for us to move forward with energy and with purpose to serve the Lord. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet. 